Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Jason and John on Memphis' Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Who that? Who that? You are rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN on a Monday. Plenty to get to, including this morning, Team USA improving to 2-0. In group play, got a 109-81 win over Greece. Nice and easy. We'll talk about Jaron Jackson's performance. They've played two games uh, since we've last spoken, so plenty to break down. Um, also, Laird Veach, President Bill Hargrave of the University of Memphis, speaking today about Memphis's next step. Uh, that's unfolding as we speak. Speaking of Tigers, John, I don't know if you saw this. A former Tiger stud made his Major League Baseball debut yesterday for the Colorado Rockies, and he was fantastic. Saw that. Fantastic in the win, so we're going to have to get up, get to that. I don't know how much talking we'll do about it, but Notre Dame wiped the floor with Navy. We, we, we suspected it would go that way, uh, but Navy is a, uh, a team you will see here in a couple of weeks, the yeah. University of Memphis football team. So we got a good, we got a look at them under their first year coach. Yes, some things haven't changed. Yes, I now feel very uh, confident that the uh, United States Navy was not responsible for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, because I don't believe, based on that what performance, that we could coordinate anything what you're doing. Uh, remotely that elaborate. Real college football has begun, but it really gets started this week. Yeah, it was garbage, bro. It was, and I will say this about the college football slate: the games didn't feel much different. The like the length, you know, with the new clock rules and stuff like that, uh-huh. it didn't feel much shorter. But the commercials felt a lot longer. That's just that's just how it felt to me. Interesting. Like it felt like we got a lot more commercials, you know, 
Uh, like the, I, I was, I'll be more locked in for a full game on LSU Florida State this weekend. Uh, well, so I didn't watch any because so I can't. Well, make I can't sure speak you carve out a good four. Still, I mean, carve out a good four. I mean, it's going to take three to four still. You know, I mean, it just will. I mean, I don't know how much. There's a big TV game. How much of that Notre Dame Navy game you watch? Very little. Which was, game were you watching? This I was weekend? watching UMass and New Mexico State. Uh, 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 it was on ESPN, and I, I had a little wager on that game. Uh, there's a two-unit play, UMass plus seven and a half. That was a straight-up winner. Thank you very much. That was given out on Let's the get a ding on that, right? It was always good to start the week off right. John gets a win. Cash that. Yeah, it was a weird game. It was a weird week. Weird week of college football. I won sure. money on Jackson State this weekend. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville or, or, State. Or, or Jackson. Or, or, Which one? Yeah. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Not the Jacksonville uh, not the Jackson get, game. Diddy yeah. gave them a meal. Yeah. First, first game as a division high major program. Yeah. And they look good. Yeah, I have no idea why UTEP decided to uh, go for fourth and two. What the down hell was three. that call? I guess they weren't. Uh, they don't. They didn't trust their kicker. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it felt like a, a pretty pedestrian kick. There was like a forty-something yarder. I mean, that's some. That's one you trot your kicker out for, right? Apparently not. Apparently not. Now Jackson State did playing. destroy. Uh, was it South Carolina State? Yes, yeah. they did. They they, they did. Uh, <laughs> so don't we don't miss Dion game. That was the uh, right. Right. Who is swack? If I ain't swack, game of the week. Uh, it is still uh, Jackson State. Jason is going to have a full breakdown for you on that one mm-hmm. at one o'clock. Yep. Uh, Eddie I, was there. We're there. We have no. There was uh, minus fifty million that Jackson State is going to get a respect burger. Like it, 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 there is no world where Jackson State is not respect. getting a respect burger here. Uh, I got some actual good ones today. And I've got, a, I've, I've got a good disrespect dog. Do oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wondering who you are. And it's going to, unfortunately, going to go to one is. of our own. It's going to go to one of our own athletes. Oh. Uh, and I hate to do that, but sometimes you got to, you know, you got to remind folks. Um, so, anyway, yeah, we have a big show planned for you today. College football is back. Uh, Jason cleared his entire Saturday, so uh, we will get into that uh, a little bit later. Uh, no Jason Fitz today. There will be some news on Jason Fitz, happily. Uh, soon enough, Good. Uh, but he will not be with us today. Instead, we're going to have Jeff Calkins, who is out at the press conference, the presser between Bill Hargrave and Laird Veach, uh, and they're talking all things Memphis and conference realignment and all the things that really get Jason up for sports radio talk. So we're going to get into all of that today here on the show. That's what we've got going on. But yep. before we do any of that, as you know, we like to put so many things in a nice little tidy box. Let's do a little cap or no cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's cap. I'm going to say cap. For no cap. I's going to say that that's no cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. Jason. What you got for me? Memphis football should start 3-0, no questions asked. Is that cap or no cap? Well, as you know, we're all winning together. Win together, baby. And Memphis money line. Uh, the little bit of. Navy Notre Dame I did drop on was uh, drop in on was bad mm-hmm. and I'm skipping Bethune Cookman and the Tigers kick kick off this weekend 6 p.m. Uh, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium skipping that one that's FCS team you're going to club there you're not going to be able to gauge much off that you should look good you should look fast against Bethune Cookman so fast forward it to Arkansas State and Navy the next two <sighs> this Arkansas State game frankly they're they're picked at the bottom of the Sun Belt. You should roll on that one, too. I know it's on the road. You know, it doesn't technically count, John, to our all-in, win and all-in. Those right, are home games right, we're right. talking. Yeah. But I'm not impressed uh, with what 
I've read about Arkansas State going in the season. Then obviously you 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 get to Navy, and that's a team that's, as Jeff said this morning, could be bad bad in their their first year on a new head coach after a long time under Ken Niamatololo. So Go! I'm going three and zero, and if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what does, John. Yeah, I think three and zero is. Uh, I mean, I, it's the bare minimum. I mean, if you're not three and zero, buddy, it, it, and then you hit the big swing, right? Then it's the uh, you know you have your Boise State, Missouri, um, Tulane. It's the big three. That's yeah. what's going to tell your season. Certainly more so than these first three. Right. That's why I think anything less than three and zero. Oh, buddy, the season I, is a wrap as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a chance that if you go two and one, that you could be below five hundred. Chance. Uh, I mean, I, I, more likely that you are five hundred. Uh, but if you go two and one, yeah, that's uh, that's really bad. Um, and even if you go three and zero oh in these first three, you could be sitting at five hundred. I mean, I, again, I think it's unlikely, but it's possible. So, I mean, it's just there's no, uh, it's not negotiable that Memphis gets off to a three and zero start, as you mentioned. Navy just did not even compete. Um, and that's how you get people excited again and reinvested. Yeah, I mean, three and zero is three and zero against teams you should beat. Exactly. Um, Last year you started Mississippi State, you're one one. You don't, you know, exactly. Here's a chance to actually build some momentum, get no yourself doubt. a nice little shiny record before you go into what will be the key stretch. And, of the and that and that can work both ways, right? When you beat a Mississippi State early in the season, it can work both ways. It, you know, you you can beat them and you can have people feeling really really good and the vibes are great. Or you know you take your shot at them, you fall up, you fall short, and even though you competed, you're 0 and 1, and there's just a, there's a psychological uh, difference there. But no, look, I mean as you as you said, Navy, I think they passed the ball once or twice. I mean it was just that was seven times. Okay, did they get but, to uh, seven? You, you I were, mean you were embellishing, you were exaggerating. In the competitive portion of the That's game, probably more than Niamatololo. Yeah. Though. Um, but it it wasn't it it didn't look good. They they are just one of those teams that um. That is going to just be ravaged by the new college football landscape. Yeah, you know? no nil. Yeah, like they're just they're just going to um, be a big victim. Now on the other side of that, I know it's not part of it, um, but as you mentioned, uh, I was watching the UMass game the the whole way, and you know UMass was one of the absolute worst, worst teams, teams in college football last year, mm-hmm. and the, that's the other side of the they they hit the transfer portal really freaking hard. They got a bunch of Power 5 guys who weren't playing on their Power 5 teams. They transferred in and became starters. Uh, like their quarterback came in from uh, Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, they had a couple of receivers, a couple of defensive guys, mm-hmm. and they looked like a different team completely. And they, they it's their first road win, Jason, in five years. And I want to say it's their first uh, road win against uh, an FBS team to start their season since like 1984. So the transfer portal can take away, but if UMass can turn their season around and their and their and their program around yep. in the course of one off season, then why can't a place like Memphis? You know, I mean, if it works for them, it should work for you. Um, you have more NIL, you have more resources, you have more investment, all those things. So I thought that was just sort of in a, in a little bit of a snapshot. Mm-hmm. There, there is something to take away from how quickly. You know, because you always hear the coaches complain, right? You always hear the coaches complain about, oh, the portal, man, it's just killing me. It's just ruining my team. I got, but it can actually change everything for you if you if you utilize it. I mean, it's not just a one way street. It's not one way traffic out. You know, yeah. you get to get bring guys in too if you're doing what you're supposed to do. Uh, I was going to point this out to you. I don't know if you've checked it out, but the CA's got a game by game. You know, I like we like to do. Yeah, they got them at eight and four. Has the Daily Memphian put one out? 
we're in the process. Uh, I want you to uh, y'all are behind. I want you to wait on that. Well, we're we're y'all are behind. We got advanced analytics that we're going to be you know uh, tapping into. Do you want to know who's who the uh, the new beat writer John Dillon has got or what the CA has got as the four losses? Sure. You probably guess a couple of them. Missouri. He they've got as he's got as a loss. Tulane. He's got as a loss. Charlotte and SMU. Now Charlotte was three and nine last year under new coach. Mm-hmm. He's basically saying they're going to be dangerous this first year and they're going to up and bite you. But he's got them at eight and four and five and three in the AAC. And eight, you know, they go eight and four. Ryan Silverfield's probably getting an extension. I don't know how much the excitement there is, especially after a five and three finish after the AAC. Yeah. Um, well, not losing to Charlotte, buddy. I mean, that's that. They're... But, but if, if if we're just talking, like I, like I point out, nine and three is just beating Charlotte. Correct. Right, I mean, technically, is, t- is, that, is your boy Mordecai still at SMU? That's kind of a loss to SMU. I, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, I, th- I, I think right. it just feels like he's no. I think you're right. I think he left. I think he's out. Yeah. Um, Badgers, Wisconsin. That's right. Yeah. I just, it needs to be nine and three. It really has to be nine. To, and three. I'm, I'm talking to get the excitement back to get the, you know, then if if you're nine and three, you're you should be right there in the mix for your AAC, t- AAC I, I, championship I'm not, game. I'm not even I mean, sure that eight, you know, you know, eight and four, nothing's going to change. You know, they're probably going right. to give them an extension on eight and four, but there won't be the excitement. Right. I'm just saying, if the difference is just taking care of business against a Charlotte team, yes, and uh, my gosh, you got to get there. I mean, really. I got him nine. I got him nine and three. And I, ten I don't and think two should be doable. I don't think it's being too optimistic. Ten and two is doable. Yeah, I mean, but I, got, a lot of I think nine and there. three is not being overly optimistic. I think you should expect nine and three. Yeah, like you've got Missouri on the road, you've got UAB on the road, North Texas on the road, Charlotte on the road, Temple on the road. Like those are bad teams, but they are on the road. So, um, you know, anything. But yeah, this is such a cupcake uh, soft schedule that I mean, ten and two should be firmly in their crosshairs. I mean, I mean in my Florida, view, yeah, South Florida one and eleven. SMU, last year. you you should, you should not be losing to SMU at home. Games. Like that's a bad loss if they lose to SMU at home. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to tell me they're going to lose a game at home, lose the Tulane game, right? Like yeah. that. He's one, got that one as a close one, but again, there's no way to predict that. I I would I would hope. I don't really understand. I don't really understand giving to giving the win against Tulane, but the loss to SMU. I don't really understand the uh, the logic there. No, no, no. He's got losses to SMU, Tulane, oh, Charlotte. Oh, he's got him losing both of those. Okay, yes. gotcha. Yes. Four yeah. four losses, three losses in the AAC. Gotcha. Okay. I um, think he needs to be better than five and three. Yeah, in the look, AAC. I mean, you should beat SMU at home, period. I mean, Brian Silfield says he's expecting to compete for an AAC championship. Yes. That's all. That's what he's saying. Yes. Five and three doesn't get you there. No, it does not. It just doesn't. So, anyway, yeah, uh, I think all that is uh, completely fair. All right, moving on. Jason, you believe Memphis President Bill Hargrave when he says Memphis is in the conversation still for conference realignment. Cap or no cap, that's happening sort of as we speak. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the man ain't lying. Uh, the man's lying, excuse me. Um, but you just wonder how serious in whatever conversations he's pointing to, well, how serious that discussion is. They're certainly not in the discussion that the, the ACC is having right correct. now. It looks like that's about to happen. Yes. SMU going on. Not, not discussions. It doesn't feel like that matter. At least Correct. right now, at least right now. But again, what what is Hargraves supposed to say? You know, this is you know, uh, hey, this is awful. We're done. So, you know, you 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 keep pushing. You you control what you can, which is the product on the field and court. And um, you know, hopefully, what some other avenue opens up at some point. Yeah. So just to sort of give you a breakdown of of everything that's been said so far, um, they emphasized. Uh, stadium upgrades, saying that those are absolutely essential, sort of setting up this. I, yeah, I hope. I think that's more the story here, John. I hope as opposed to what Memphis can say at this point, right? 
as it watches SMU buy right. its way into the sure. ACC. It's it's what they've continued to state about expecting this two hundred million. Right. I I, 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 I hope this does not come out to a standoff. Right. I hope this does not come out to be like some kind of, um, you know, or, or even you know, uh, you know, Jim Strickland. Uh, Throwing caution in the wind and giving the money to right, right. Like I, I hope that there is communication. I hope that everybody's on the same accord. I hope that there is an amicable agreement to be found between all the parties, whether it be Memphis, the Grizzlies, and and the mayor's office here. Um, and I know that everybody is sort of equally uh, desperate for that money. Like I understand. I understand that the NBA, you know, you want to have a a, a a nice arena for your fans. You have to. You know, keep up with the times. Well, yeah, it's more about the Grizzlies locking back in. Yeah, and 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 yes, exactly right. I mean, it's part of it. You know, how many sure they're comfortable? How many uh, times have we seen um, a team move from its city because it can't get a you know new stadium? It happens all the time. It's usually why it happens. Um, so you well, have you're, that, you're, and you're not the one that can afford to play play like some of these other cities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or you're not San Francisco. Or else. You know, you're not. You're not. Uh, you know, uh, you, you you name it. I mean, but it, even big time markets have, you know. They have, they have, have to have tried, and you know, gotten, point, it's not like it's not like the White Sox right now with Nashville. That you know what I'm saying? They're they're second or third in line. Right, you know what I'm saying? right, you, you right, know, right, right, with, right. With Chicago, people will forget trying, about the White Sox in Chicago. That, that, what, that's what I'm saying. Like with Memphis, you can't afford. They're in the front of the line. Right, you can't tell them hold on. You're not a what, pro team the, if they don't reside here. Exactly. Uh, you're not a pro town, I should say. Uh, if they don't and, reside And you here. can't say, well, we've got other priorities. We've got to take care of the Bears first and this stadium needs and all that. You know what I'm right. saying? They are yes. the number one priority. Yeah, like, I, I think it's a real argument. Like, okay, I, I, I'm i going to give you two options. And I could, I could honestly make a case for either one of these. I'm going to give you two options, though. Option one is you give Memphis $200 million, and as a result of that, it guarantees them future entry into the quote-unquote power structure. Now, that's a big caveat, but that is what they're banking on, right? That's what they think. So you do, or option B, you don't give Memphis the two hundred million dollars. You give it to the Grizzlies, and pretty much guarantees. I I would hope that they you know stay in Memphis for a long, long time. Is I, it is it I an easy to answer? I don't understand. You, you're trying to tell me that it's it's got to be two hundred million dollars to get you in. First well, off, I'm not buying that caveat. Well, I think that you're automatically. I know that's what they're selling. Right, right, and right. That you have to have it. Oh, it's got to be at two hundred million. It can't be at one fifty. It can't be done at one hundred. You know what I'm saying? That, oh yeah, that's yeah, my, yeah, yeah. That that's my point there. Because again, I mean, you know, Strickland's been married to the University of Memphis for a long time. The issue is, is now you got you got the, you know, it's sort of like the University of Memphis in this case, the little nerd you've been friends with for a long time. Now you got a big bully in the room, and yo, and and I'm not in the sense that that the Grizzlies are are evil in this, but they're the they're the ones with the with the, with all the leverage right now. And you're talking about pulling out of a pot of 350, John. As I made the point to Jeff on Friday, the state gave 500 to the Titans. You're telling me that the the, the Grizzlies are going to sit back, watch Memphis take 200 of that 350, and say, "Oh, you can take care of us the, uh, later on down the line with a you know 150 plus." Yep, that's not happening. I I agree. That's not happening. Now again, I have had people tweet me this: if you could guarantee, you can't. If you could guarantee this 200. That number gets you in the conference. Well, go down the yellow brick road. Absolutely, that becomes more important. That that's huge for because, that university because, because the, the University can't... of Memphis has no other way of getting it right. And and Robert Perry is a billionaire, and he could he could fund the uh, the the renovations if necessary. Is that sort of the logic there? Yeah. Uh, yes. 
I'm just saying, from the from that standpoint, how can you justify the state giving 500 million to the pro team in Nashville and only 150 to the pro team here? How could the Grizzlies sit back and and tell us you can take care of us later? That's that's my point on that. Well, I guess I, I would say the you know the so NFL is a little bigger to, than the NBA. I mean, I think that I'm just. I mean, that's why they got. 500 exactly to 350 that you have to split up right bro the aren't asking that's, that's for 500 because that's yeah. that's the difference between super bowl right. yes in, exactly, the, in, the, exactly. in the nba yeah, yes 100 yeah, yeah. that's 500 million stadium and splitting concerts. up 350 yeah. bro and you're gonna sit back and take 150 i just that, i go back to where you started this i said it with jeff this just it reeks of this whole it almost sets up for a public oh they're the bad guy if they take more right then 150 of the 350 and leave us without this 200 million. Right. It's just that, and you're not in a position where you can really push that because you are in a partnership with them. Absolutely. Where they have all the leverage. Well, and look, let me be clear about this. Like, I will not be part of that. And I know, I know you will not be a part of that um, because I, I think you and I both understand the importance of and the distinction um, of, of being a pro city versus not being a pro city. You know, the University of Memphis will exist forever. Like, it, it's never been in a power structure, and it may never be in a power structure, but it's always going to exist, and it's been successful, and it's at various moments in time thrived and all of those things. You take away a pro team, I mean, I, I, I just don't know how this city ever recovers. You know, I, I mean, I, it's just a, it's such a devastating uh, blow to the economy, to the perception. Well, to, it's that and how much more valuable that team is elsewhere. Exactly. I mean, there, there's the comment, there, there's the, the opportunity the dollars cost and that he loses too. just by keeping the team in Memphis Correct. every single year. When that, he, he could move that team to Vegas, he could move that team to Seattle, he could move that the, team. The in, moment they land, they're worth more money yeah, than, absolutely. than the $1 billion, whatever it yeah. is they are. So right I now. think that's but, the other part that people don't really consider is like the opportunity cost that Robert Perry is no. losing by keeping the team in Memphis. Again, coupled with. I wish this 200 guaranteed you it was the ticket, like this money for SMU is the ticket to their way in. I wish it was that simple. But you run the risk of this just really it, it helping your football program and your city's stadium, and that's it. You're still on the outside looking in. Yeah. And then you got a war with the Grizzlies. Exactly. Which you I, you don't need to have that. I mean, that, that, that's, that, there's that's just no so way ugly. it gets to that scenario. No, I, I, I don't, I don't think, think it will. I where mean, they I, say we're well, we're working out with with another mayor uh, and you know everybody else. And, well, and, and I, I you understand. You think you can go back to the state at that point? I understand no. Memphis's desperation in the matter too. They cannot afford. Uh, you know, they could have had an on-campus stadium, but they can't. They don't want to pay for anything. They don't have any money. So that's why they're staying in the Liberty Bowl, and that's why they're depending on. Like I, I get the desperation, but. I'm also not dumb enough to think that, you know, putting lipstick on a, you know, pig or however you want to say it is, is going to guarantee your entry, you know? I mean, honestly, the reality is is that if Memphis could do the exact same thing that SMU is doing right now, they would. They would absolutely say, we'll take nothing for, you know, seven, seven years here. just to have a chance to play Carolina and Duke and, you know, Clemson and, and Florida State and all these – but they don't want Memphis. The ACC does not want Memphis. They don't have the prestige academically. They don't have the reputation. It just is what it is. So uh, $150 million, $200 million renovation to the Liberty Bowl ain't going to change that, unfortunately. I wish it was different, but it's not. I mean, it, I'll say it feels like your mark knew what the plan was right. for the $200 million, mm. and he still liked UConn and Gonzaga mm. better than you, even though they, they, they didn't go that and route. That, you and know that, what I'm saying? And that, that report I'm was just, leaked as sort of uh, you know pressuring the other teams in the Pac-12 who were 
kind of like now, not ishing or getting there, off the there pot. There may never have been a way in, but that's the point. It's like, and they ne- didn't even acknowledge you. Right. They just said they denied it all. Like we never they they, they, they acknowledged you, Conan Gonzaga. Didn't acknowledge right. you at all. They and felt I'm sure it. he was briefed on the situation in oh, terms yeah. of what they expected, just like they're telling you right, right now. And like he told us in the in the op-ed in the CA, they felt it necessary to come out and condemn the report about Memphis. You know, that's just not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Like so, I said, I wish it was different where it guaranteed yeah. you like this money for SMU. We're both alums of the University Dude, of Memphis. We exactly. love the University of Memphis. I don't like the Grizzlies having all the leverage. I told you I'd rather not be here in this partnership yep. with them. In an ideal yep. world, you'd have built earlier. Yep. You'd have your own campus. You'd be controlling your own. But here we are. Exactly. And, John, I don't want to lose being a pro town. And also don't forget uh, uh, the fact that the Tigers play in that building, too. The basketball program plays in that building as well. Absolutely. So it also is a a a, a, a beautiful sort of Taj Mahal of uh, of the NBA. Also benefits the University of Memphis and their recruiting. Hey, come play in the nicest, newest, most retrofitted arena in the world. You know, or whatever they're going to build. Well, it at. And I, whatever the number is, but I'd ask you: Does that one fifty in upgrades to Simmons Bank? Does that not still give you the same chance that the two hundred? I mean, are we saying we the difference is in, in the fin- You can still say yeah. we put it in. Listen, we got the Grizzlies in town too. The state only gave us three fifty, and you're telling me that fifty million is going to be the difference. You got to find the right number, but I don't think it can be with the U of M taking 200 of the 350. Would love it if it all worked out that yep. way. And you could, you know, it could be kumbaya with the Grizzlies and they'd feel good yeah. about what they'd get in the future. But I just can't see it that way. You're playing politics here. State's doling out money to the professional team in Nashville. And, and you get only 150 out of that pot? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can't see it. So no, get, I agree. Hopefully it all gets worked out, and like you said, amicably. And not, and not like – I can't see you putting the Grizzlies on hold. That it plays out Ooh, that's dangerous. You know what I mean? It's dangerous. Yeah, because they – I mean, they hold the cards in 2029, which is going to be here quicker than you think, you know? I mean, it's that just – That was my initial – Jeff brought that up on Friday. My initial reaction to him was like, what are you talking about? But I, I, he sounded – today I heard him. He said, that's that's a road you just can't go down now. No. But he had brought up that question Friday and said, that's the worst plan ever. Tell the Grizzlies, hold on, we got you. Because yeah, like you, but what, we think, pair is a fool. It's it's about sort of it's it's about what you can guarantee, right? You cannot guarantee power entry with two hundred million dollar renovations I to that you stadium. Could. You can't. What you can guarantee by telling the Grizzlies to figure it out, go to hell, is increasing the likelihood that they leave. That is a guarantee. If you if you give them what they ask for, obviously you can never say never. But the vibes would be great. People are buying season tickets. I mean, you have stars in town. Yeah. What's the reason for them to leave? You know, I mean, the, we, we already have talked about, yes, he would make more if he left Memphis, but he's four or five X'd his value, if not more already, just by being in Memphis. So, you know, it's not like he's hurting, you know, by any stretch of the imagination. And he's on good terms with the, you know, the officials in Memphis and the fans and all of that. Um, so, yeah, man, this is just business. It ain't personal. It's just business. Um and I think the city will be wise enough to to figure that out. Yeah, you got to get it worked out with both of them at the table. You know. Yeah. I don't think you can put one on hold. All right. I know you were uh, you were maybe wavering a little bit on this after watching UMass do what they did, but Georgia will win three in a row, cap or no cap. Oh, I'm gonna go with cap just because it's it's better to take the field here. But the the more you read about Carson Beck, we had on Mr. College Football who absolutely loves him, says watch out, this kid's going to be a stud. You and I talked about it last week. We were bringing up Heisman guys and odds and where he is in the mix might be, uh, 
I can't remember what it was. Was he fifteen to one, sixteen to one, wherever he was? Yeah, uh, you liked it in terms of the value because he's pretty much he's far down the list. And again, you could have you could have best player on best team. That said, um, we haven't seen this in since what Minnesota. Yeah, this doesn't happen. Yeah, too many folks gunning for you. I'd put LSU ahead of Alabama, and then you got Michigan, the team you love bringing everything back. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Ohio State. I, we, uh, uh, let's see on their quarterback. I'm not let's see on their quarterback situation again. I told you. I mean, uh, Fine Bomb's got Ohio State, Michigan in the in the Final Four. So I don't. You know, sometimes you just pencil them in. I'm not. I'm not convinced on their quarterback situation. My point is, it's it's hard to do. Lord knows, George's got a cupcake schedule. Mm-hmm. They're going to be right back in there in position. But what I like, I. I I like LSU because they got a quarterback that I trust. Yeah. All that said, Carson Beck may end up being the freaking Heisman Trophy winner. Let me ask you this. I'm going to go that it's capped, though. They're not winning a third straight. Did uh, Somebody going to step up. Did Sam Hartman enter the pre, preliminary uh, Heisman it's, it's, conversation? It's too easy, too early to tell, it, and it was because it was too easy yeah. against Navy. Yeah. Uh, that said, though, the dude's like the DeAndre Williams of college football in the sense he's seen everything, been through everything. He's really He's good. in an offense now yeah. where he can sort of show off. And uh, yeah, he looked good, man. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to. No, he looked know. like Flutie, man, with a beard. Look, like, he just looks, you know, so experienced and everything else. October fourteenth like out there is a is a. I mean, they have they have the schedule for him to be the Heisman Trophy winner. There's no doubt about it. Look at this. They play Ohio State on the twenty third, and then on October fourteenth, that what a slobber knocker this is going to be. Caleb Williams, Sam Hartman, uh, on October the fourteenth. I think that's in South Bend. That's a good one. I mean that's gonna be should a, be oh that's gonna be an amazing game again from what I saw USC still doesn't have any. Then defense. they got Clemson. They got Clemson on uh, November fourth. So I mean if this dude balls out, he and I, I don't mean he plays like Flutie. I mean afterwards in the post game he yeah. looks like Flutie. He just he looks like a vet. He looks like a pro. Yeah, he does. Not like nothing's gonna scare him. But again, we'll see when when you start playing some some decent teams. Absolutely. Like, USC doesn't have any defense. Correct. Supposed they to get that corrected this offseason. They brought back the defensive coordinator for San Jose State and let uh uh the San Jose State quarterback throw for three touchdowns. Yeah. They same they, thing. they they have not changed at all. They look Come I, on. I, this I was, like was watching the same you, game against Tulane. To this fit. That's what this offseason all is supposed to be about. You got an offense. Yeah. Stop somebody. Well, he didn't fire the damn DC. So, uh, you're getting the same results. So, um, so Hart, your boy might put up big numbers in that game against USC. Yeah. Oh, he's going. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't. I bet he moved up in the odds. That would be my guess. After uh, I need to go back and see where, where it was last week. I think he was sixteen to one. I think he was sixteen. Yeah. I mean, the books ain't dumb. They uh, everybody's sixteen to one basically, right? Like unless it's Caleb Williams, but yeah, uh, he was tit for tat with Caleb this uh, this weekend. Yeah, you're good. Hartman sixteen to one. Yeah. I, I I got the memory of an elephant. Drake May was also sixteen to one. What we liked was Carson Beck was twenty to one. Yes, exactly. So if they win, you know, if they are in the conversation again, Sam Harmon probably going up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good stuff there. College football is back. Week one uh, kicks off this week. NFL preseason is over. We have uh, some interesting Chicago Bears news that we got to get to uh, as a result of what we learned in the preseason. So we'll do all that and more. Uh, on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn to FM, ESPN? Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. You know they're America's number one sports book because right now new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed. Plus all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use, safe, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. FanDuel's got a bunch of pre-made bets for the non-experts. 
Make sure you come in. You have a little bit of fun. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, number 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer in September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes, embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews canceled. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let in. Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Anytime. It is moving season. It might soon be for the starting Cowboys quarterback based on some of the moves they've made. So I might recommend to number four he should call Black Tie Moving for all his moving needs. Oh, no. If you're thinking about relocating, whether it's home or office, cross town, cross country, make sure you call my friends at Black Tie Moving. 316-6196 is the number. They have changed moving to the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life. Black Tie gets it. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They're on time. They're on budget. No surprises when it is time to pay. Call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. You owe it to yourself to hire a moving company. Trust me. I've done it with Black Tie and without, and there is no comparison. Always so much easier with Black Tie. Let them take the tour moving your things out of your hands and make that much easier for you. Black time movement, change the movement in the city of Memphis call today. Yeah, there was a little bit of um, it, it was it was a it was a shocking move, I think, in some ways when the news came down. We were sitting here brainstorming last week. 
where could Trey Lance go? Would it make sense to send him here? It's there, everywhere. Yeah, we had some good ones. Green eggs and ham. You know Atlanta what I'm saying? Sam, I am. Green eggs and ham. Dr. Seuss flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we never mentioned the team that he was ultimately traded to. Not one time, not one single solitary second did this team enter uh, You know our, our uh, cerebrum our temporal, nope. I mean, any 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 sort of, uh, what, what's the, uh, give me some of the parts of the brain that are, you know, most common. In there, like, uh, medulla the oblongata. The cerebellum. The, the cerebellum, the uh, medulla oblongata, not I, one no, time. You can't say that more than once now. You don't get credit for <laughs> saying it twice. Crab Rangoon. Uh, he's going to the Cowboys. The Cowboys Very traded for Trey Lance, and if, 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 if unless it's a deep fake, uh, this, the audio that I saw from Dak, he did not look happy about it. And Jerry Jones said he did not tell Dak about it beforehand. They did not let him know prior to the move that they were trading for Trey Lance. He had to find out on Twitter just like Imani Bates and everybody else. And, uh, and, and now he appears to be contending for the backup spot. Is this, is this a direct uh, missive? From Jerry Jones to Dak Prescott, I think I, it feels like to me it's probably more message to Dak than it is belief in a guy who, yes, was once a first-round draft pick that San Francisco spent a fortune on. But we haven't seen. How can you have any confidence that you can be the team to develop him, particularly when you got a guy as entrenched as Dak Prescott? And so it feels like to me that you you add him. Yes, of course you you want to you know upgrade the talent on your roster, but more so, the purpose would be to light a fire, you know, under Dak, if anything, or just at least up because there's two years left on his deal. Uh, he's got a hundred sixty million dollar deal. It's got two years left on it, and it's a year where Dak's coming off the most interceptions he's thrown, uh, tied for the league lead. And you want him to understand uh, what it feels like to me is it's sort of, I mean, it's McCarthy, you know, right now in the same situation that Dak is, get it done or else. And, again, with just two years on the contract, they've been in contract extension talks for a while now. Yeah. I just think this is more messaging from Jerry Jones than it is anything thinking, you know what, Trey Lance could be our quarterback of the future based on what you've seen. He hasn't played enough football. Right. And he's not going to play a ton, hypothetically, with Dak Prescott as the, as the quarterback in Dallas. He's not going to play this year. And so, again, message to Dak, let's get it going. He had the uh, excuse me. He had the interception issue last year. Um, Fifteen, I believe. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's like despite he missed some games. I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. So, but again, not a guy who's typically careless with the ball. No, I like. Had been good I, for I, taking I like care the Cowboys of the ball a lot most. this year. Um, so. I'm a little. I'm a little. Um, I guess I would say mystified that um, that Jerry wouldn't like at least. Say you know, hey, to to Dak or his team, hey, we're gonna go out here, we're gonna trade for for Trey because we feel like he can do some things with some pack, like like just in again, good faith. It, it allows you to send the message, yeah, by not and and it's, it's a non-thread. Dak doesn't even have to worry about the kid in the room, but you send him a message. No, I didn't need to talk to you about this. You know, we're in contract extension talks, and I believe this needs to be a big year for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of subtweeted. I that feel way. like we're. I feel. I feel like we just got Dak the deal. Two years left. Yeah. So he's got yeah this year They're in and extension then talks right now yeah. and have been for a while. Yeah, no, look, I mean, I I guess I understand, um, and and I would say for the I, Cowboys, like, why would you not do it or any team? Why would you not do it? You know? Well, I don't understand why in Atlanta somebody didn't pay a higher price and go get a guy like this 
because you don't know on Ritter. You know, at least with Dak, you, you, you've seen there's a body of work there. You know, you got a couple more years to decide whatever it is. And he may be, you know, with that contract, it may be cuttable after this season. Again, reason to send a message that this is the season. If you're Jerry Jones, that's the way you always feel. So I just think this is more Jerry Jones sort of finding, uh, trying to motivate his guys, you know, because how can you have any belief again in Trey Lance based on what we've seen? Right. Now, I, I don't I don't um, Trey Lance gonna take time. He will he will. But I mean, my God, he's got a. Uh, but I, I guess no, you could sort what, of make the same argument about San Francisco if he couldn't take it over over Brock Purdy. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna and if you're gonna see on if he's the guy, you got to have a situation where you can envision him getting some time. You know, I could see that in Atlanta if Ritter's not cutting it. I could see it. I could see it elsewhere. You know what? I, I just can't see it in in Dallas. So this is a message to Dak. And uh, I th- listen. I think Dak's gonna shine this year. Dallas slick. I'm, I'm high on the Dallas, Cowboys. Dallas might end up in a Super Bowl on y'all too. Uh, it's like it's like that you 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 hear it every year, but I, I I truly believe it's possible with everything they have. Um, I mean they they have a pretty manageable schedule here outside of their division. I mean because they're playing the NFC South, so I mean and you're playing the, they 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 start with the Giants. They have the Cardinals on the September 24th. The Patriots at home. They have the Rams at home. They have Stafford uh, doesn't even know who his teammates are. He said they're all kids. They have the Panthers, um, and uh, that's that's the majority of. I mean, there are some swing games in there as as there always are, but um, it's a manageable schedule. They should be able to find a way to get to ten, eleven wins. I think um, Dak and McCarthy back sort of against the wall. Like you expect their Giants to, to take a step back. You expect the Commanders to be bad. You know, <clears throat> and maybe the, even the Eagles take a step back, right? I mean, it's you lost both coordinators. Yeah, you lost both coordinators. You're going to split with the Eagles. You're going to win. I that. think so. You know, I mean, I just, I just, I, I believe that. Um, you lost your starting running back. I mean, it's just, a, it's a new look team in many ways. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's a lot of reasons to be high uh, on uh, on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, little weird vibes are a little weird right now. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. That that could, you know. Set some things, you know, a little sideways, but uh, I, I just think, generally speaking, with they got Zach Martin back, Tony Pollard's about to have a big year. You're no longer like force feeding Zeke ten, twelve times a game to fall forward. You can like truly unlock the explosiveness of the offense. Um, who's the Who's the other guy? Is it Ronald Jones? Is it yeah. somebody else? Is it Little Deuce? Like, who's the other guy that's going to be? I mean, it's got to be Ronald. Somebody's got to take significant carries. It yeah. can't be Pollard every. That's a. So, I mean, I'd like. I mean, to Ronald Jones him. has been a starter in the NFL, so he could certainly play that. He end up with a fumbling issue in Tampa. Or something. I think he what, did. What? I think he, he did. Something yeah, something sort of derailed. Yeah, his. I think he did. I don't know. Deuce could be it. He's just so damn small. It's like you just you worry about his uh, durability. They need, to, they need the compliment, and I, I guess then they bring in an, another receiver. They, what, no, well, another receiver. I don't know. They got Cooks, and they got a Ke- yeah, Cooks. City. That's yeah, that's oh, who it is. Oh, but yeah, you, that was big news, bro. All he does is catch for a thousand yards. Yeah, so you have Ceedee Lamb, you have Brandon Cooks. Um, did they draft Ferguson at the tight end position? Was he a draft pick? I want to say uh, he was. Um, yeah, he was a he was a uh, a draft pick a couple of years ago. So, um, yeah, I uh, I absolutely am high on the, on the Dallas Cowboys. You guys had made some news uh, this uh, this oh, week. Oh, don't worry about that. Oh, it's the top story on the, on ESPN.com, bro. It's like number one. It's it's crazy. You know why ESPN's doing that? Because they did a story about. Bajant's interesting Division II career and the fact that his father is a world champion in a completely different sport. 
So was great for, father was a, a, a world champion arm wrestler. Mm-hmm. Thought his son should have been the number one pick in the draft. Set all these Division two records, Tyler Bajan. I don't, I don't have what school it is in front of me, but came in as an undrafted rookie this year. Uh, basically number four on the depth chart that had P.J. Walker, the Bears brought in, gave guaranteed money to to back up fields. Peter Nathan Peterman is going to be second or third string, depending upon what Walker did. This kid come in as a fourth and has basically through this preseason pushed himself up to number two. Bears cut P.J. Walker over the weekend because of this kid. He's pretty – I mean, he just – he reminds me of Joe. He's Joe Burrow cool. He's also Division two. Yeah. And a lot of his work that, you know, this in this preseason obviously has come against – you know, third and fourth strings, sec- some second strings. He replaced Fields in the game this weekend against the Bills. So I guess, you know, he's getting some work against some higher-level guys. But, no, it, it, it is an amazing story. Come from Division Two undrafted, and it looks like he's not only made the roster, he may very well be the Bears' backup quarterback behind Justin Fields, only one play away from playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I was, I mean, he, he got a lot of run. I watched the, uh, I watched the standalone game last night, uh, Texans, uh, Texans and Saints. CJ Stroud did get a touchdown. He finally did it. He finally scored a touchdown. Name the starter. As did as did Bryce Young. Uh, Bri- I, bro, I I know Bryce Young was doing it against second and third teamers. He just has to get if that offensive line can protect him, bro. He will be a really good one. Like he just he he improvises in a way oh, that yeah, only yeah, the greats yeah. can. Right. You know what I mean? He's got like a sixth sense when it comes to even passing. CJ had a ball last night that his receiver couldn't catch, but it was just right there. It was like a it was a damn moonshot that dropped right in his hands, and he just it was you know it was probably his second or third string receiver and couldn't bring it in. But <clears throat> like both of those guys uh, are on rough teams, but man, they have the ability. You know, Anthony Richardson is. You know, I I, I think you're going to have a roller coaster with him. He's going to have great moments. He's going to have some low moments. I, I'm I'm Levis will probably not have any chance at all this year. So it's impossible to know. But uh, I I think those two in particular, um, in in CJ and, and Bryce from what I because I, I I watched damn near a preseason game, bro. Like I I told you this was your home for preseason football on on ninety two nine. Um, and Bryce had really struggled and CJ had really struggled. They kept Bryce Young out there. Frank Reich did like, bro. You're getting a touchdown before the preseason is over. Like they, I mean, he played probably three or four series, and uh, and he eventually did move the ball pretty well. Like he just looks comfortable back there. But yeah, the concern is that line, and if they can't block for him, it's he's so small out there, man. <laughs> like it's you see it, and it's and it's just it's it's striking how small he is. And saw Aaron threw a touchdown to Garrett Wilson. Yep, light work, and then you're done. Bye bye. And did you see he was? Offensive lines not together. Yep, and he was moving or having to move around a little bit. But it's just like I told you, and just like your man Adam Chernoff told you, he will adjust. Yes, he will. Even if it's even if it's bad the first few weeks, you know, before they that offensive line gets set and sort of finds its uh, you know, finds its legs or whatever else playing as a unit. But he was. That's what Aaron Rodgers does, man. Even when the guys like you know Bakhtiari, all those guys he had, but when they were out, he he would just he would adjust. Didn't matter if a whole left side was gone. Right. He'll get it out in two seconds, and that's what he's going to do. Man, Jets, Bills, Jets, Bills, week one. That's a, that's a, that's a slobber knocker. Giants, Dallas. Yep. Jets, Bills. Yep. And then you start with the Lions, Chiefs on Thursday. Come on, bro. That's you a, put that with the other two. That's a hell of a game, though. I mean, I, there, there should be high expectations. Bro, in the over-under is You don't 54. put that with the other two. The over-under is 54. It's, it's like the, 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 the highest over-under we've ever seen for an opener ever. You'd still expect KC to – 
mollywop them boys at home. It's six and a half. I mean, it's it's gone between six and a half and seven. You know, everybody tells me that this is the everybody thought last year was going to be the Lions. Now it's like, oh, this year's got to be the Lions. It's got to be their year. Um, and they did finish. They did finish on a high note last season with that win over Green Bay, keeping Aaron out of the playoffs. Um, I'm not as sold though, to your point, on the Lions as most other people are because it's still Jared Goff, and I'm like I'm. I'm very like lukewarm on on uh, Dan Campbell. Like I don't know if he's like a, a, a you know an unstable genius or if he's just an idiot who uh, <clears throat> you know has has some talent. So I, I don't I don't know uh, which it is yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. Last time Aaron been a dog at home, two point dog to the Bills. I mean you gotta you gotta Jets probably go back to his rookie year, at least his first year starting is my guess. That ain't none but raw meat for a man like that. But you know, but Buffalo was, um, you, you know, tear it up. Buffalo's been favored in road. I think Buffalo was favored against uh, the Chiefs on the road <clears throat> last uh, last season, and they went in there and won in Arrowhead. Dolphins Chargers a slick good one, That's slick good one. Yeah. Dolphins at Chargers, slick good one. Raiders Broncos trash game of the week. I've got Broncos minus four. Titans, of course, are, are at the Saints week one, but there's some good ones, man. Particularly with that that Monday Nighter Bills Jets. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and Giants Cowboys. The, the the bets I have locked in for Week One on NFL are Commanders minus six. Uh, they're playing the Cardinals. Commanders minus six. Mm-hmm. Broncos minus four. Forty um, Nine ers Steelers. Yeah, I know there's going to be a lot of people on the on the Steelers there. Yeah, they, the city of Memphis will be tuned into that game. Lord knows. Yeah. If, it, if you ain't a Cowboys fan, usually in Memphis you're Forty Nine ers Steeler around here. Yeah, ton of y'all. I think the future is bright, though. It would be my takeaway for the from the priest, and I think I think the future is very bright for um for both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, and maybe even potentially Anthony Richardson. Like, I, I was having an argument with somebody about this on um you know on on a Discord server I'm in about Anthony Richardson, and you know because he didn't he didn't do X, Y, and Z in college, he didn't win in college. Do you realize that Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech was 13 and 19? He was a he was a loser. He was a loser at Texas Tech, um, and and so was I mean Josh Allen played at you know Wyoming. I mean I think he might have had a winning record, but it's not like he so was. The, the difference between him and Mahomes is the number of games played. It's that second. It's right, it's a smaller sample size. Yes, yeah, no doubt about that. Kid but, played thirteen games as starter. But you know I I I, I just don't. I, how many general managers? How many roads are paved with the bodies of general managers who made draft picks? Based on what a dude did in college, based on production in college. I mean, if it mattered what guys did in college, uh, Johnny Manziel would have been a you know a, an eight-time Pro Bowler. Paxton Lynch would have been a nine-time Pro Bowler. Like all these guys would have gone on to be incredible quarterbacks. But we know it's not really about that at all. You can use it to inform, but there's so much that that has to happen from college to NFL that does not matter on a, on a college football field. Um, you know, there's countless examples of. I mean, Josh Allen wasn't a super productive dude at Wyoming. Remember, we talked about how little touchdowns he threw. My whole thing is you got to play though, because all I'm using in the last examples we've seen: Trey Lance barely played True. college. Yep. Mitchell Trubisky barely played in college. Now, some of that was a Bears issue, but you can't be telling me nobody's checking for Mitchell Trubisky as a starter anywhere. Yep. And that and that's essentially Trubisky's career it was like 13 starts. 
That, it's, yeah. it's Richardson's. Well, Cardell so, Jones so should have come out. He should have come is, out that mine year. Is, you might have lost or whatever, but is, as you say, Patrick Mahomes did. But what do you have, 32 games? Yeah, whatever 32 it was, games. 30, 30, yeah, yeah. 13 hey, and 19. Hey, bro was a loser, though. You played, though, bro. And I'm just pointing back to these recent ones. Give me the give me the college guy that became the starter, only started 13 games, and now he's shining. Like yeah. we, you don't you rarely see that. No, it's true. Look, uh, I mean, but, I guess Burrow once he got rolling, right? It, he had that one season. It's the one year, but yeah. that's the thing. The ones I've seen of late. Did Burrow only play one year in his first career? Uh, transferring over from Ohio State, he didn't play there. Yeah, so now, that I mean, be... is it, it? It had to be parts of two, right? It wasn't just one season I would for think. Joe Burrow. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. I don't have the Joe Burrow uh, when he went crazy though with the coordinator, Almanac, uh, what Brady or whatever his name was. You know, he went crazy that year. But uh, that's my point: is these dudes that just became starters their last year of college didn't play him before? You you show me the the success stories. You well, at least play. I'm, I'm that's not, why, I'm not saying that's that it you, doesn't have some weight. That it doesn't matter some. You you know, be careful with Richardson and throwing him out there. Well, I'm, I'm also, like, not going to throw him out we threw Trubisky with out the bathwater because he only, you know, like, there's obvious raw talent there. You know, like, there's obvious raw potential there. Oh, yeah, and I believe I'm, I'm not – he's got up to way the coaching more talent, staff. way more raw, raw uh, talent than Trubisky did. Yeah, it's got it's up to the coaching staff there um, in Indianapolis to, to get it out of him. You know, I don't know if they'll do that. I don't know if they can do that. But um, I just – I don't care what a guy really did in college. Like – I don't care that my Patrick. I mean, yeah, it's great that he played there. I don't care that he lost. Doesn't matter to me. That doesn't make him like the guy is the the he is the number two quarterback of all time to me already. Like he's gonna finish as that um, without a doubt to Tom Brady. And he lost. He, he lost six. He was six games under five hundred. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, so anyway, I, I think the future is bright. Preseason is over. There's ten damn days though, man, between uh, the end of preseason and the start of week one. That's kind of a bummer. It's like not this Thursday. It's it's. Uh, Bro, can we get into the can can we get into the season healthy? Is that yeah? Okay I mean, with I guess you? that's the that's the thing. These are freaking gladiators. We can't out there, start man. on Sunday though. We we gotta wait till Thursday. Man, I mean, a week should be good, right? That's that's what you do during the season. Why oh. we got Why we gotta wait till next Thursday? Oh, you give them a little buffer in between the football that didn't matter and what's about to matter. You give them a chance. Everybody a chance to get. Well, now all the fantasy drafts are gonna begin, right? Uh, I drafted uh, in my first fantasy draft last night. Pick tenth. I do not wish that on anybody. You were tenth in a ten-team league. Correct. PPR. Was it a snake? Did you come back and get eleven? Yes. yes. All right. So what'd you do with ten? Picked uh, Kelsey. Kelsey was there, which I thought was great value. <laughs> then I picked on the wraparound Bijan. So my first two were Travis and Bijan. You really didn't have much choice. After that, it falls off like a cliff. That's the problem. Like you go so many. Uh, you get. You go. You go so. I thought I was. I was happy to get Travis at ten. But you go so many picks, all the elite one, number one receivers are gone. Then you're picking from, like, you know, Brees Hall and, you know, those type of running backs. Which – had two running backs been selected before you took Bijan? Uh, he McCaffrey was t- and, and, uh, and uh, Eckler? Yeah. He was, so he was the third running back taken? He's going to give you top three production. He's a rookie. They're going to run him in the ground. So, I yeah. mean, and, the, and I, I like the offense. But yeah, like I'll just tell you, you banking on a rook though. That's awfully high to have one of your horses. I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you who I ended up with. Just, just you know, it was a it was a weird draft because Mahomes went second. You don't sound proud of it. I'm not proud of it. Um, but you know, when you when you get picked last, uh, you do what you can. Um, so this is uh, this is what I've got: quarterback Dak Prescott, um, B. John Robinson at running back, Ramondre Stevenson, Rashad White. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t